This is episode 481 of the AWS podcast, released on October 31st, 2021. G'day everyone, Simon here with a quick pre-podcast message. Episode number 500 of the AWS podcast is coming up. We have a very special episode planned for you with lots of special guests, but we'd love to hear from you. If you would like to contribute some audio to share, maybe your perspective on the podcast, um, how you've used it, etc., we'd love to hear from you. If you visit adibus.amazon.com slash podcast slash podcast, you can see there's a button on that page and it says submit questions and feedback. This lets you upload your own audio to us. So we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a note and we'd love to include you in the episode. Keep on building. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of AWS Launch. I'm Nikki, your host as usual, and today I'm joined by Imran Moyne, head of product management for a new service called AWS Panorama. Hey, Imran, how's it going? Pretty good, Nikki. Thanks for having me here. So, you know, this, this new service, just GA'd, can you tell us a little bit about what it is? I, I know it's not just a service, it's actually an appliance and an SDK. Can you tell us a little bit about what makes up AWS Panorama? Yeah, absolutely. So AWS Panorama is an edge appliance and software development kit that allows customers to have computer vision at the edge, close to their cameras at their locations. All right, so let's back up for those of us that maybe aren't as familiar with uh, some pieces of machine learning as we would like. Can we just uh, remind everybody what computer vision is and, and, and uh, what problems it solves? Yeah, absolutely. Let me tell you the problem statement here first, right? So if you look around us, there are close to about 200 million enterprise IP cameras installed today. These cameras are generating enormous amount of data every single day. Definitely. The sad reality though is only 2% of that data is actually getting analyzed by either a human or a machine. In other words, 98% of the recorded camera streams uh, are going wasted where no business intelligence is getting extracted. This is where the promise of computer vision comes into play. Computer vision is a, is a process by which you can take these camera feeds and process and analyze them to extract meaningful contextual information about the physical world around us. It involves AI and machine learning to process images or, or video data in a human-like way. Right. And when we say at the edge, we literally just mean on device, at the very edge, right? On that device, on that camera that you're talking about that's in that enterprise. So how are these enterprises, you know, using these cameras? Are they, it's all different use cases or are there any specific use cases where the footage from these cameras might be particularly important to capture the data and analyze it? Yeah, great question. So, uh, you know, uh, talking about the edge, yeah, the Panorama device is deployed at customer locations close to their cameras. And the reason the edge part is important is because, yes, you can do computer vision in the cloud, but there are a variety of use cases for which it's not feasible to send the camera streams back into the cloud. And you have to process these camera images or streams locally at the edge. Some of those reasons are, A, you need the inference results real time. For example, if you want to detect a defective product on a conveyor belt, mm -hmm. and if you want to stop that conveyor belt right away, you can't afford for all these video images to be sent back into the cloud, the models to run in the cloud, and right. the inference results to come back down to the edge. You need to process this at the edge. Another big reason we have heard from our customers is that 
there are several locations where they don't have sufficient bandwidth, network bandwidth, or the network bandwidth is super expensive. So they would like to process these video images locally at the edge. And the third main reason is we have customers in a number of regulated industries where they do not want their data to leave their premises. So for all these different reasons and different use cases, computer vision has to be done at the edge. And that's why we decided to build AWS Panorama. Okay, so let's dive in a little bit on how this exactly works. Let's say I am an enterprise and I have hundreds of cameras installed across a bunch of conveyor belts. So, you know, I'm, I'm a factory and I'm producing, I don't know, something. Uh, so how does it work? So I have these existing cameras. I don't want to buy new ones. I have some network bandwidth. It's not excellent in these factories, but it's there. And the cameras are generally connected to the network. Now what? How do I use Panorama to actually start using machine learning inference, you know, to make sure that something, I, I stop the conveyor belt if something breaks? That's right. Great question, Nikki. So the way it work, uh, we have seen some of our customers deploy Panorama is that they buy one or more Panorama appliances from AWS and deploy them in their, in their factories or manufacturing plants, retail stores, restaurants, et cetera, wherever they want to apply computer vision. This Panorama appliance uh, connects back to existing IP cameras. So one, one uh, big product design decision we made was that we wanted Panorama to interoperate with existing camera infrastructure. Unlike some of the other solutions that are available in, in, the, in the market, we don't expect customers to rip out their existing camera infrastructure and replace with new ones, right? We, Panorama works with any IP camera, and then as long as they can stream videos using RTSP, which most of, the, uh, most of today's cameras can, Panorama can ingest, uh, ingest camera feeds from them. So Panorama is the connected device, right? So if I didn't have network bandwidth and the cameras weren't connected per se, a Panorama appliance would essentially communicate to the cameras, but then also be connected to the network to send information back. That's right. The other side of the Panorama appliance is connectivity back to the AWS cloud. One thing to remember about AWS Panorama is that it is an AWS managed service. What that basically means is AWS is responsible for the hardware, the software, the firmware upgrades that go onto the appliance, any security patching, et cetera, that needs to happen, the, the machine learning pipeline between the edge and the cloud, all that is managed by AWS. And the reason we do that is because customers told us time and again, they tried putting such a solution themselves and it, it was very complicated, right? So we have abstracted all this complexity away from customers so they can focus on building applications, computer vision applications that solve their real business problem. So the SDK that is also a part of this offering is running on the appliance to communicate back to this managed service, correct? That's right. We have an application SDK that runs on top of uh, the Panorama appliance and developers build their computer vision applications leveraging these application SDKs. Super cool. How many appliances do I need per set of cameras? Let's say I have a thousand cameras. Can I just get one Panorama appliance or how many are needed? Yeah, so this really depends on the, on the specific use cases and, and, uh, and, uh, and how many sort of frames per second and things like that we're talking about. But a rough rule of thumb is one Panorama device can support up to 10 cameras at the moment. Uh, you could possibly get more, but uh, our recommendation to customers is that yeah, use one Panorama appliance for every 10 cameras. Okay, cool. That's not bad. That's awesome. So 
how do how are the models trained for panorama and how can I tell panorama specifically what kind of inference I'd like to make from the footage it's receiving? Yeah. So there are different ways in which customers can use machine learning models and build applications that run on Panorama. At a high level, customers have three choices. The first one is they could build a model themselves. They could, they could uh, upload the training data in the cloud and train the, uh, train the models themselves, and then use those models to build a computer vision application that can then be deployed to the Panorama appliance. That's option number one. Option number two, for customers that don't have any machine learning or, or data science expertise in-house, we also have a set of certified partners that have built machine learning models and applications that are certified to work on Panorama. So these customers can uh, leverage either the models or the applications from these partners and, uh, and deploy them for their use cases. Third option they have available is AWS Panorama has built some sample models and we have made this available through GitHub so customers can, can leverage those models and build a, build a wrapper of applications around it. Right, or even build off of them as like a starting point and then you write, end up writing your own custom model. This is really cool. So, right. the, so the partner models, what use cases do those cover or what are examples of some use cases that those pre-written models that already work for Panorama are covering right now? Yeah, so we have customers that span many different industries. Uh, a lot of these customers are using Panorama to address uh, a variety of computer vision use cases. Let me give you a few examples, right? So one of our big verticals is retail. We have customers such as Philips 66 and, and Parkland that are planning to deploy computer vision applications at their stores for customer analytics. They can perform automated heat mapping uh, and dwell time analysis of customers that visit their stores. Another big industry for us is manufacturing. We have customers such as Tyson Foods that are using computer vision for counting chicken nuggets in their factories. It, My husband will be very excited to hear that. Uh, that's right. right? I mean, it's, it's like just uh, the variety of different use cases we see in this space is just fascinating. So in Tyson's use case, it helps them speed up their factory processes by leveraging computer vision. Um, another big vertical for us is transportation. We have customers such as Cincinnati Airport that is using computer vision to identify vehicles that have been loitering for too long and alert the security personnel. And they've told us that uh, this helps them optimize airport operations. So we see application across a variety of different verticals. How about security? Yeah, so security, as um, our, our audience might be familiar with, security is always priority number one at AWS. So we always want to make sure we design solutions with uh, security top of mind, and AWS Panorama is no exception. We have a, a pretty robust uh, security architecture end-to-end. -end. All the communication between the device and the cloud is encrypted. So we, we use either HTTPS or, or TLS to encrypt communication between the device and the cloud. Any data that's uh, transmitted between the device and the cloud is encrypted. We encrypt data at rest. So if it's on the device, the entire disk is, is encrypted. If the data is stored in, in the cloud, for example, customers have their uh, machine learning models or applications that's stored in S3 that also gets encrypted. So we have a variety of different security features that make sure that data privacy and security are top of mind. All right. So I can use Panorama and I don't have to worry about the data that's being saved to the cloud. It's completely protected and this will be a secure solution for my, especially using my existing infrastructure. Uh, this that's is great. Right. And obviously, I do not need to have a network to start using Panorama. 
a dedicated network that the cameras are hooked up to, right? But Panorama Appliance itself does need to be connected to the network, correct? Yeah, that's right. So there's two sides of the network. When you deploy AWS Panorama, the one side of the network is facing the camera. So you want to make sure that the cameras are able to communicate with the AWS Panorama because that's how the uh, Panorama appliance is going to ingest the camera feeds. The second part of the network is the Panorama appliance need to be able to get out to the internet or specifically need to be able to get out to the AWS region that is closest to that customer location. So we don't require a dedicated network you know, at, at the customer location. If customers have you know, a broadband connection, Panorama can leverage that to get out to the closest region. We oh, do, that's cool. For our very security conscious customers that don't want this traffic to traverse the internet, we also have a service called AWS Direct Connect, which is essentially a private layer two connectivity between the customer location and the nearest AWS region. So, so we, we also have solutions where AWS Panorama can work across AWS Direct Connect, which gives you higher reliability and, and it's, a, it's a private layer two connection. So the bottom line is whatever the customer network infrastructure is, this product is designed to just, uh, just fit into those situations. Yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds really, really cool. Honestly, I think um, I'm really excited about that chicken nugget use case as well. So. <laughs> you know, my, uh, my husband Nikki, eats my... 17 chicken nuggets every day, and then it comes in this bag, right? And if there's sometimes 16, all hell breaks loose. Let me tell you. you so know, that, Nikki, I have uh, two, that... two young daughters, and and when when they when I when they asked me what I do for work, I gave them that chicken nugget use case, and they were super happy. Bingo. They were telling all their friends. <laughs> There you go. See, that's the most exciting one. That was yeah. the best one. Um, no, seriously, they were all exciting. But the chicken nugget one, especially, I'm going to definitely come home tonight and be like, so they're fixing your problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where you sometimes get one less chicken nugget in the bag. It's, it's solved. So um, right. I have a question. You know, machine learning is um, obviously, like, especially when you write a model, you want to update it with new data and you want to retrain it consistently, and then there's the concept of machine learning pipelines. How easy is it to just continuously redeploy a model to Panorama as it's changing based on the new data that it's receiving? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, in the field of machine learning, there is a concept of model drift, which basically means that you know, once you train a machine learning model and a set of data, over time, the models drift and the accuracy kind of goes down, right? So you want to sort of you know, on a periodic basis, train those existing models with the latest and the greatest data. So in that context, it's super easy to train the models that have been used to develop the computer vision applications for Panorama. Whether you're training the model in the cloud or you're doing it on-premise, you continue to do that. And once you have the updated model, you get your computer vision application to use the, the new model. And then using the AWS Panorama console, you can push the new model and the new application to one or more Panorama appliances that you might have in the field. All of that is managed in a secure manner because the AWS cloud and the AWS Panorama console is in constant communication with all the Panorama devices you have deployed out in the field. And you can push any software updates, any new application code, new machine learning models using this secure pipeline. Okay, cool. And I'm guessing I can also use, I can like set up a pipeline and programmatically access Panorama as well. That's right. You could do that too. Cool. That's awesome. So if I'm not a machine learning expert or a computer vision expert, and you know, I use one of these pre-existing models, let's say from the partners or one of the sample ones that you've provided, how easy is it for me to actually get started with Panorama and 
understand, you know, how to set it up and how to train the model? Yeah. So, uh, Nikki, the interesting thing is, you know, as we've been talking to our customers, we found that our customers have number of different. Uh, so, so we have we have customer segments that either have machine learning and data science expertise in house. Some customers have application development expertise in house, and on the other other side, we have customers that basically just want their business problem solved, and they don't have any of these expertise in house. So, totally. the way we we sort of message to our customers is that if you have the data science expertise or machine learning expertise, that's great. You can build the models, you can build applications, and we will help you in in doing that and deploy those on Panorama. But if you don't have that, you can either take one of the existing machine learning models that have been pre-trained for your specific use cases, or you can talk to one of our many certified partners to either take an existing model or a, a computer vision application they've already built for other customers, or you can engage with these partners to build a custom model or a custom Ooh. application that can solve your very specific use case. Wow, that's actually really cool. Is that an expensive route to go to engage a partner to build a custom model? Uh, well, so the details actually depend on the exact use case and the partner you engage. We have several partners such as uh, Deloitte, Pilot AI, Tensor IoT, BigMate, TaskWatch, et cetera, that have ready-made CV applications that work on Panorama. And, and you know any of our customers can engage with these partners. That's really cool. So there are a lot of options for the customer that maybe doesn't have machine learning expertise in-house or even development expertise in-house. That's right. You know, Nikki, the thing about machine learning and computer vision is that both of these fields are so nascent and we just don't have yeah. enough expertise, you know, as an industry, right? So totally. uh, we have several customers that want their business problem solved, but don't have the expertise in-house or don't have the staffing levels to support these projects. And that's why we invested early on in building an ecosystem of partners. Really smart, really good choice. I love all the options that I can get a partner to build me a custom model or I can use one of the existing ones that they've already created that, um, that's for Panorama. It's an amazing uh, set of options you have there. So if I'm a customer and you know I'm listening to this and I'm like, yes, I wanna do this, what's gonna be my first step? Do I need to order a Panorama appliance? Do I need to like fill out something in the console? Like, How does it work? Yeah, great question. So the first step is to buy one or more of the Panorama appliance or device. You can buy them through AWS Elemental. Uh, once you get the appliance, then you have to decide whether you want to build the models and the applications in-house or do you want to work with one of our many partners, right? A lot of our existing customers choose to work with partners and these partners can work with you to understand the specific use case and build the right, right application for your use cases. That process typically takes a few weeks. After that, right. you want to do a, a proof of concept in you know one or more uh, production facility just to make right. sure the end-to-end -end use case is working fine. A lot of times, these use cases require integration with business systems. Like for example, you know going back to our industrial use case, if you detect a product on a conveyor belt that is defective, you might want to send a message to a, a system that would stop the conveyor belt for someone to yeah. come and, and remove the defective product, right? So there are those kind of integrations that you need to kind of work through, which our, our partners can help with, right? So typically what I find is customers, once they have the application ready to go, they will do some sort of a production pilot between two to five locations, verify that the results are exactly what they expect, make the business case, and then they go deploy it to hundreds or dozens of locations. Okay, cool. So 
So a bunch of steps there to get started, but very huge impact once you've actually run the pilot and shown that it's, it's successful, and then you're able to expand to all of your locations and, and all of your cameras and get all that data and start making inferences. Really cool. Um, how much does the device cost? Yeah, so each uh, Panorama appliance costs $4,000 one-time fee for a device. Once you purchase the device, you own the device. And then on an ongoing basis, we charge about $8.33 per camera, per, per active camera per month, which is roughly about $100 per active camera per year. Wow, not bad. It's really, really cool. This is like an awesome service. Uh, I'm actually really excited to see industries definitely adopt this, especially the chicken nugget one. That's, That's got to right. be the best one. So is there anything else that you would want our customers to know that we didn't cover today? Um, you know, the, the use case, I am always amazed by the, the breadth of use cases we hear across different, yeah. different industries and things like that. So, so personally, I'm super excited. This is a hard and a complex problem for the industry to solve. And we feel with AWS Panorama, we have abstracted away a lot of the platform or infrastructure related complexity away from our customers. So our customers can then innovate on top of this platform. So I'm personally really keen and curious to see what our, what our customers build on top of this platform. Me too. I want to see more um, like really cool use cases of this. And I feel like I'm already thinking about some <laughs> right now. So really cool service. Congratulations on the GA launch. And thank you for coming on the show today. How can our customers get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to get in touch with me is through Twitter. My Twitter handle is Imran Moin, which is basically my first name followed by my last name. So yeah, get in touch with me, send me a message there. I would uh, in particular love to see what uh, computer vision use cases you have and how do you think AWS Panorama can help you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. You guys know my Twitter handle. As always, you feel free to reach out to me about requests, things you want to see on the podcast, questions, feedback, anything under the sun. Uh, my Twitter handle is knee, like your knee, and a key 23. That's K-N-W-E-K-E-Y 23. And we will see you guys next time. Keep on building. Thank you, Nikki. Episode number 500 of the AWS podcast is coming up. We have a very special episode planned for you with lots of special guests, but we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to contribute some audio to share, maybe your perspective on the podcast, um, how you've used it, etc., we'd love to hear from you. If you visit adibus.amazon.com slash podcast slash adibus podcast, you can see there's a button on that page and it says submit questions and feedback. This lets you upload your own audio to us. So we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a note and we'd love to include you in the episode. Keep on building.